This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Rocket Mortgage found a better way to mortgage so you can focus on making your new house home. Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Get your Rocket Mortgage on, son. Our toll-free hotline, 855-212-4CBS, is brought to you by GEICO. Great news, you can save a bunch of money, switch to GEICO, go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. All my college football and pro pain day locks are posted on PharrellOnTheBench.com. It's F as in football, E-R-R-A-L-L, PharrellOnTheBench.com. It's great, low price, results are sick. College football, 67% bets hit last week, 64 the week before, 64 the week before that. So in other words, killing it. I've had three weeks in the 70s in the NFL out of five weeks. And uh, bottom line is people love it. Sign up, hide the money from your wife, PharrellOnTheBench.com. About to get even bigger and better in November. So uh, there you go. Big, huge night in baseball for sure. And I can't even believe what I just watched. That was insane. And I got to tell you what, uh, one of the things that I just uh, was listening to was I was watching the post game on TBS or whatever, right? And they had on uh, Gary Sheffield, right? So he was, uh, he's on the dais with Pedro and uh, who else is it? It's Pedro Martinez and uh, there's one other guy sitting there. I don't know. It's, it's a tough crew. Tough crew? I mean, Sheffield is... Anyway, it's Sheffield and, and Pedro and one other guy. Uh, anyway, so uh, they're sitting there talking about it. And you know what they were talking about? They were talking about Kershaw. They were saying that, uh, A, when he came into the game, the job was to get lefty on lefty and get the out, right? And he did that, right? And then Sheffield said when they brought him out in the next inning to face Rendon, Right? That he knew, he, they said, Sheffield said it on set. He's going to hit a home run. Then when the guy hit a home run, he said, now Soto's going to hit one. He called both home runs. And here's why. He said, because when you're facing 98 miles an hour for the whole game, and then a guy comes in that throws 88 miles an hour, it's like seeing a uh, underhanded softball pitch. And he said, both guys have seen uh, Kershaw pitch a million times, and they all know that in pressure moments... His, he doesn't have confidence. And that they both knew that they could tee off on him, and they did. And then Pedro Martinez said that what he needs to do is change his game now, moving forward, to no longer, because he no longer has filthy stuff. He, he's not overpowering at all, right? He throws in the 80s. So what he needs to become is like Greg Maddox and, and paint the corners and pitch around the plate instead of uh, over the plate. Because his stuff over the plate anymore gets teed off on, as we just saw. So it sounded to me like they they said that he shouldn't have been in the game past the one batter. And that when he gave up the home run to Rendon, they should have pulled him. Because they, Sheffield said he knew he was going to hit another one. 
because his stuff was so weak. They said he was throwing 88 miles an hour. It's like uh, underhanded softball pitch. That when a, a big league, major league hitter that's as good as Rendon or Soto, when they see 88, to them that's batting practice. Yeah, I could see we're taking him out after he gets that huge strikeout to end the seventh. And he gave a lot. That was a, a long at bat, and he, he gets the K there, gets off the mound. I could see where maybe one batter would have been enough for him there. Right. Or at the minimum, taking him out after the Rendon home. That's run. what they said. At least take him out after the one lefty-lefty, and then and then he gives up a hit to Rendon, you'd yank him. Instead, they leave him in for back-to-back home runs to tie the game, and then they lose. I also I agree with BMAC completely that – uh, there is absolutely no reason in the world that you can convince me of. I don't care who you are, Dave Roberts or any big league manager. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you've been in baseball 30 years. Why in God's name did you bring that guy out for another inning when you have Canley Jansen sitting in your bullpen? The, that's their best player. Is he not their best closer, best pitcher? He's their best reliever. Okay, well, how do you not use that guy? And then he brings him out in the after the grand slam. Like that's insulting. Yeah, bring him they, in after is uh, bring him in after is. That's why I say you fire Dave Roberts. You bring him in after the fact. Like it's a little late, don't you think, Dave? Now, can you imagine trying to ask that guy a question right now after this game? He's not going to be very pleasant to be around Roberts, so you're not going to get any answers tonight. But he he's not going to have to answer questions tonight because he's going to give you the old I'm in a bad mood thing. You know, he's going to get the whole bad mood card. No, there's not one Dodger that's going to talk at all about anything. You, they may say we had a great year and it's been unfortunate. It's a terrible loss. We all feel terrible. We're hanging our heads. We're bummed out. It sucks. But that's all you're going to get. You're not going to answer. He's not going to answer any tough questions about his bad managing because that's what it was. It was mishandled completely. I, I'm not even smart. I'm not even some uh, like smart dude, like some uh, baseball genius or some analytic genius or any kind of like manager of any kind. But I can tell you that I would have never, I would have never let that guy pitch after Rendon. And I also would not have let Joe Kelly come out for a second inning when I have Kenley Jansen sitting there. If I'm the manager, Jansen's coming in no matter what. And then I'm going to deal with the fallout if he can only pitch one or two innings. If he can pitch the 10th and 11th, that's it. Then you got problems. But you can't worry about the 11th inning or 12th inning because their season ended tonight. He was managing scared for a longer extra inning game. You can't do that in this situation. Go win the game in the bottom of the inning. Don't don't even think about the 12th or 13th. You're playing for the 10th inning. Especially, like we said, Scotty, outside. The bottom, the, the next the next part of your lineup in the 10th t- inning was your, your three best, best hitters. Your three best hitters. So why would you not have the confidence... Bellinger's going to hit one out, and we're going to walk it off and go to the CS next inning. How do you let Kershaw stay in the game after the bomb that Rendon hit, and then the guy up, Soto, hit one even further? He literally, his home run was literally 50 rows up. Lefty, lefty? Lefty, lefty. Listen, he was dunny, dunny after the first one. After the first one, did you see his reaction to the home runs? Clayton Kershaw, I know you guys will say I'm crazy. He'll never be the same after this. He's now toast. He's 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 old news. So he is so fantastically loaded with money that they suckered and gave him all that money because he's not worth Jack Shack anymore. I'm telling you. I think he still has a great year next year. Um, this team is too stacked. He'll still win 18 games. He'll pitch to a three-something ERA. That's what he'll do. He'll have a great year. They'll be back in the playoffs, and then they'll— Lose. We'll see, yeah, they'll lose. That's what happens. And then they'll lose again because he doesn't. He just does not matter. The team's stacked with talents. He does not matter anymore. Mary Ellen in Virginia, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Having a great night. 
Can Jeez. I have a Guinness to celebrate? I bet she's not even going to go to bed. I don't think so. I don't think I can. Just going to party all night, huh? Party all night, man. It's Woo! rock and roll, baby. <laughs> what did you think when you saw him hit the home runs? This, I just was like, I was just like going ape shack. I was going nuts, man. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it was, it, it was crazy. It was awesome. I'll and bet it was. Kendrick made up for all the little errors that he made. You know, he just, he just, they just interviewed him, and and he said that that's his best night ever in baseball. And he's been, you know, he's like thirty eight years old or thirty seven. Well, I'm sure it was the best night of his life because he just hit a grand slam to beat the Dodgers in the uh, division series. So it was huge. Uh, here's Roberts doing an interview now. Afterwards, you know, he's not going to answer any tough questions. He's just not going to do it. He's he's getting one of these fluff piece interviews right now. Yeah, Third team all time to win 106 games and not make the World Series. Third team all time to win 106 plus and not make the World Series. I'm telling you, they're going to blame him until the cows come home. So you're now uh, taking on the Cardinals, Mary Ellen, and they get the home field, St. Louis. Yeah, I know. They're they're flying straight to St. Louis. They won't even need an airplane. Yeah, they're going uh, right there to play them Friday, right? Game yep. one? Friday's the first game. Well, it's just a miracle win for you guys. Congratulations. George in L.A., uh, who do you blame for that? You blame the moron Dave Roberts. I don't think he survives this for real. I need a Miller, an original Miller highlight, please. Uh, I don't, you know, I have my, I have my uh, severe reservations over whether he sur- uh, survives this or not. I, I really, seven straight uh, NL West titles, you get 106 wins, uh, and then, you know, you actually did better the last two years. And this year you go to the division series and losing five at home up 3-1 in the eighth inning. At some point, uh, Rollins was the other guy on the set, by the way. Rollins, Sheffield, and Pedro Martinez. So I, I just think that at some point, you know as well as I do in Los Angeles, I know the market, they're going to blame him. They're going to blame him. Well, yeah, but think about this for a second. If he brings in Kenta Miyata who strikes out the damn side, and he brings in Jansen, they might win the damn game, 3-1. to one. Yeah, well, well, I mean, you mean if they if Kershaw just gets the one out and then doesn't give up the home runs, right, right. And Kelly, I don't know what he's doing out there. I mean, my gosh, he was a disaster in the last and he pitched. You do three walks. He's that guy's toast too. Well, you guys uh, went and got him and paid him all that money. So who do you blame for that besides yourselves? Yet the general manager, he needs to go too. Oh, so fire everybody. There you go. Fire everybody. There's the first reaction we get from Los You know that that's going to happen because a loss like this after a season like this, there's going to be blame pointed at a lot of different directions. Well, I'll be surprised if no one's had roles. I really will. You just lose and then pack it in and go back and go to spring training? Is that what you're telling me is going to happen? No one's going to pay for that? If there was somebody out there that I could say, yeah, you know what? This guy will... Absolutely 100% finally shut the door for them. I would say fine, but it's a dangerous game to play because this guy gets you there. He hasn't won it for you, but he gets you there. Uh, you don't know what could happen. You know, They went for a step up. Mattingly always got him to the NLCS. Mattingly could never get them to the World Series. So they get rid of Mattingly, and they bring Roberts. And now Roberts gets him to the World Series, but he can never win that. And then he loses in the NLDS, so now the, do they look for someone else? 
I mean, I'm going to say no. I, I think he's going to take a lot of heat, and he's going to be in, in trouble next year. If he does this again next year and wins 106 games, and they lose in the first round, they won't win 106 games next year. Well, you, I, I, I don't even think they'll do it. Like you, you just cannot keep winning 106 games every year. It's just impossible. <laughs> it's it's just so hard to live up to. And you've, here's another thing to not forget: they basically did not play an important game for the last two and a half months of the season. Yeah, so they they just turned it off and then tried to turn it back on at the end here, and it didn't Their work. Their August and September was completely meaningless. They were what twenty five games up in the National League. Right, West? they were going through the motions. Edwin in Maryland. Hey, Pharrell, man, I'm just having the most fantastic night. I can't believe I, I can't believe what I saw, man. Yeah, there you go. It's a great win for uh, Nats fans. It's a great, you know I think it's a great win for DC because it is. Uh, you know, I'll be honest. They they have uh, you know well you know the Capitals won the Stanley Cup, so you got to give them credit. And then the Nationals have had a lot of playoff appearances, no success until tonight. And then the Redskins just suck. And so, and the Wizards do too. So it's nice for them to finally have some happiness. They, but, but it's not like they haven't had it before. The Capitals just won the Stanley Cup two years ago, so they know happiness there. We and now they, this. and now they just got some more. So everybody's happy. We need this one, and I'm just, I'm proud of the boys, man, because we've been fighting for months, man, months. I mean, just to even be, be a wild card team, we have to be almost perfect for right. I think they actually, I I think that paid off. Fair enough. I think that all those hard games they had to win all the way to the last days of the season, that ended up coming through for them in the clutch because they have had to play playoff baseball, elimination-type baseball for for two months. I would agree with you. And the Dodgers uh, lally-gagged around. The exact opposite. The exact opposite. I agree with you, Ed. That's a great call on your part. The exact opposite of what the Dodgers did, we just talked about, is the Nats did. They played till every game till the end of the season. And it mattered. Right into the wild card game. And it mattered. Right into a one-game playoff. And then they won that one. So From, and Remember, they came back in that game, too. Brewers were up. They had the late comeback in the eighth inning to win that game. So you like the Nationals and the NLCS. I do. I think they're better than the Cardinals. I think that the Nationals have been losing in these games for so many years that finally getting over the hump here – Maybe. I think can springboard Maybe. Uh, the thing I have a problem with is you got one team that finally got over the, the hump, and then you have another team that all they do is win world championships. <laughs> That's all they do. When It's like, I agree with you, Matt. When they get into the tournament, they always play in the World Series, and then they usually win it. I keep I lose track. Is it 11 or 12? It's 11, I think, 11 world Something championships. Like all they do is win. They never lose. So when they get there, trust me, they're going to win. If they get to the World Series, they're going to win. If they win, if they beat the Nationals, I have a feeling they'll win it all, even against the Astros or the Yankees. Because I'm telling you, they never lose. It's the craziest thing. Did I not tell you 50 times this week they never lose, and then they went and beat the Braves? Meanwhile, I'm stupid enough to bet on the Braves. Like, I must be drunk to bet on the Braves. The Braves suck. They've won one world championship. They went 14 straight division titles, and they never get it done. You talk about a team that fails. Betting on them is the curse of David. Like, I don't even know what to think of betting on them. I must be an idiot, seriously. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. All right, yeah, I, honestly, Kershaw was terrible. I mean, just flat-out terrible. It's unbelievable what I saw tonight. I, I can't even believe what I watched. Uh, both of those games were absolutely inexplicable. Malcolm in Tampa, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Crown Rock, shake a dude. Oh, get him a Crown Rock, shake a dude. 
uh, question for Carver Hyde. Um, let's say Roberts does go and takes a, takes the fall. Who's the guy on the Dodgers that makes that decision? I can't remember the GM's name. Do you, do you remember his name? Do you think uh, – so do you believe that he's going to uh, get fired? Uh, do you think Roberts I agree, is going to – I agree with you, Scotty, that that, he, that some, he's the captain of the ship. He's got to take the fall. But here's the deal. It, it's a perfect opportunity had he taken him there, no problem. And now all this blew up in his face. I can't remember the general manager's name, but he came from the Rays. And who brought Joe Madden to Tampa? This guy. Who do you think he's going to go yeah, after? Yeah, they don't even have they, they don't even have a GM right now. The Dodgers. Well, whoever the whoever the president of the operations is, he's still the guy that left. Stan Caston. Oh, Andrew Friedman from the Rays. Friedman. Friedman, yeah, Friedman. You watch. Possibility. So I'm so, just throwing it out there. Okay, so wait, you think who's going to be the manager? Madden. Joe Madden. Oh, then they'll hire Joe Madden out there. Joe Madden. I don't know. He seems pretty set with the Angels. He's got history there. I know he's got history with Friedman too from the Rays days, but. I don't know. Well, I mean, that's and, kind and of been because, in the works and already. He, and because he went to the Dodgers, that opened up his contract for him to go to Chicago. So there's all kinds of connections there. It's a, it's a possibility. I just wanted to throw it out there. Well, it might be. You never know. The only thing, and I get you, connecting the dots like that, that's fine. But the other thing you have to remember is over the last 48 to 72 hours, while you know nobody's expecting Dave Roberts to get fired and blow this game tonight, Joe Madden's people and the Anaheim Angels have been working on making him the next manager. A contract. So unless he's going to be like, oh, look, they might in the next couple days fire Roberts. Let me drop everything I'm doing with you guys, you know, the crosstown team, and let me just forget what you guys are doing. And and that'll ruin his deal with the Angels in five seconds. Of course. The Angels will be like, what? Okay, and then when they don't fire Roberts, (laughs) who would you rather be the manager of? Dodgers in Come five on. seconds. I know you. Well, listen. You That's get, like the Yankees or Mets. Who'd you rather be the manager? I mean, honestly, please. It's not even same thing. Not even it's, it's the same thing. Cubs or the White Sox. I agree with the guy. Don't think for one minute that guy did, uh, Joe Madden isn't thinking about that Dodger job tonight. But what? But six hours ago he was thinking about the Angel job. Yeah, you're right. Nobody thought that six hours ago, Dave Roberts, we would even be having this discussion about Dave I, Roberts. I, listen, I don't know how many ways I can say this. Dave Roberts butchered that game tonight. That's he it. did, but I don't think it's going to get him fired. Well, we'll see. Like, I don't even What do I care? I could care less if the guy keeps his job or not. If he keeps his job, then I know he'll never win because he can't get it done. So they're going to keep a guy that never gets it done. Congratulations. Keep it up. Jared and Ventura Cali. Hey, Pharrell, can I get a goblet of Dos Equis? Get him. Yeah, I got you. Do you think uh, Robert survives this? Honestly, I'm a St. Louis Cardinals fan. Okay, so you have no opinion of of the other. Then uh, Cardinals are going to win it all then, right? No, I, I don't believe that, but I am, like, my one point is, can we get it, give it up for some fun baseball for once in a while? I don't even, what does that mean? What They have more fun than fun. everyone else? Everybody's complaining about how boring baseball is. Boring baseball, and the only boring yeah, baseball. listen, actually, you know, I, I uh, found yeah, I, I found nothing enjoyable about a game that was over in the first inning. But I'm sure it was exciting for Cardinal fans only. Well, he had fun watching the game. I mean, it was That's all that matters. It, listen, Cardinal fans, that was the best inning of their life. They loved it. And they've been to five of the last nine NLCS. All they do is win, just so you know, the Cardinals. They're always in. I didn't even know that either, that they've been, they're in every one. In the last 10 years, they've been to five of them. 
Uh, they've lost to the Red Sox a couple times. Fair enough, but they always get there. It's unbelievable how they win. It really is. It's truly remarkable how much they I, win. I still, some of the ones that they've pulled out, I, I like they shouldn't have even been in some. Like when they beat Texas that year, when Texas choked that up, right. the year that David Freeze right. hit, hit all. I mean, they're just, I still don't, don't know how they won. Listen, we don't, I don't have a problem with the guy saying baseball is boring because it is. But playoff baseball has never been the problem, right? Baseball no, in October. No, regular season baseball right. has been the problem. In fact, you don't hear people complaining about how long these games are in a postseason. No, October's great. They love great. the drama. October's great. Playoff baseball's great. And regular season baseball sucks. It's just that simple. It is. It's true. It's it's torture. I've told you, if I have a Yankee game on, let's say it's a Saturday afternoon, 1 o'clock, right? I swear to God, I play basketball 9 to 11.30, 9 to noon. I get back at 12.30, the game starts at 1. I sit on my sofa. I watch the first inning, second inning. I'm literally out cold. Out cold. The Yankees, or it does not matter what team. Major League Baseball on a Saturday afternoon, is, is, it's like eating three Ambien. It, you're done. You're, just, it, you're sleeping like a coma watching baseball. It takes three innings, and you're out cold. I mean, literally, when is the last time you watched a baseball game you didn't pass out? Seriously, it's like, it's heroin. Baseball is heroin. Watch it, and watch what happens to you. You will fall asleep, as sure as I'm sitting here. If you're over the age of 35, if you're 40 and over, if you're 50 and over, forget about it. 50 and over, you won't even make the third inning. You'll be out cold in the bottom of the second. That's our target audience. Listen, but in, in when you're 35, you probably can stay awake. At 40, you start falling asleep. At 50, forget about it. Baseball is the elixir. You're done. And then uh, imagine trying to, you know, falling asleep watching the game on YouTube. No, but watch so. baseball in the playoffs, a whole different ball game. It's awesome. It's the pressure. It's every pitch, every inning, every hit, every run. It matters. It's absolutely night and day. There's it's night and day. Uh, Trust me. Uh, what kind of there's Jim Hill asking him some sugar cookie questions. Shut up. There's not one person there that has the onions to ask him how bad he sucks in the postseason. I'd do it, and they'd throw me out of there. I'd be banned forever. They wouldn't let me have a credential ever again because I'd ask him right to his face. I already I did this to Bonds all the time. I got in fights with him left and right. Everyone knows he hated my guts because I had the onions to confront him and tell him he was a you-know-what. The Marlboro man out there is not allowed in Dodger Stadium. Oh, really? He got thrown out of there. Why? Back in the late 80s. For what? <laughs> he did a bit. <laughs> Uh, like a burial bit when the Dodgers like lost a bunch of games, like you know him with his zany bits, right? And Tommy Lasorda hated it and threw him out of Dodger Stadium. So wait, you mean our guy here? Yes, he the old man. Yes, he, back and, when he was in his TV days in L.A. Early oh, 80s. Oh, so I'm when sorry. he was living in L.A., he was on TV in L.A. Early '80s. This is right. before he came to the right. fan a long time ago and made fun of he him. He did a TV bit. Where the Dodgers like got eliminated from like the pl- you know the playoffs or something, they had a really bad stretch in September, right, right. and he went out to like a graveyard, and he brought a priest and like a rabbi, and and he did this bit where he buried the Dodgers. I love so it. the next time he went to like the next media availability, Tommy Lasorda threw him out. And really? said, get this guy out of here! I don't want him here anymore. That so is... he's been thrown out of Dodger Stadium. That is great. I think that's great. And he and that's why that's one of the reasons. So why when I did there. I did the Mets when they were up seven with seventeen to go and I was on SNY every day and I wore a noose around my head for the last week 
That was I got fired. You weren't on SNY the next year. Well, the, the I got fired on Friday, so I made it to Friday. It was the the last games of their death, and then the final day, the final straw. I wore a noose on my head, and I hung myself uh, on the air on television, and uh, and then I would wear the t- I'd wear the jerseys of all the teams they were losing to onto TV, and then the Wilpons fired me. And they sent Kurt Gowdy to do it, to do the dirty work. He told me, thanks for everything you've done here. You've been great. I'm sorry, sorry, but you're, you're fired. And meanwhile, I was the only show that got ratings that they've ever had. They have no ratings on that channel to begin with. No one even watches their games. I mean, let's face facts, right? Like, do they not get a 0.0 Bluto every, every single television rate? They don't even get listed. They don't even, they don't even get recognized that they're a television station. Am I wrong? I'm not making this stuff up. No. Hate me all you want, but that was the funniest thing anyone ever did. I wore a noose on television when the Mets gagged and choked and hung themselves. Do you remember they were up seven with 17 to go and they couldn't handle Seven-game lead with 17 games to go and they bit it. I mean, it was the greatest thing I've ever seen because I hate them dead. Not only that, I hate the Wilpons. I hate Kurt Gowdy. And I hate everyone that works there, including every person that works here that works there. I hate them too. I hate all of them, A to Z, every one of them. And I hope the place burns down to the ground. How does that sound? I got a little pressure coming for him too real soon welcome to play it a new podcast network featuring radio and tv personalities talking business sports tech entertainment and more play it at play.it wild uh night uh, certainly in baseball for us tonight to see those uh, two games cardinals scored 10 in the first that was it lights out they went 13-1 and then to see kershaw blow it kershaw gives up home runs to rendon and soto back to back and he looked like he lost his dog afterwards like when he was slumped down on the mound you see him like literally sitting on his ass on the mound like complete just in defeat like just absolutely the kiss of death those two home runs you cannot deny that he he took the fall for it right yeah well here's the quote that you want to hear from kershaw and this is quote everything people say is true right now about the postseason i understand that that was kershaw after the game tonight well there you go he admits he's a flop he's been awful in the postseason it's unbelievable. I, it's just he's the he's a kiss of death uh, of the Dodgers when it comes to the postseason. You can't even argue it anymore. He is bad luck. That guy is, I mean, I said it earlier. When they, because I told you, Sheffield said when they saw him come in, they were licking their chops because they know he throws 88 miles an hour now. He's got nothing. His stuff's junk. Is he the most dominant regular season athlete of all time? Maybe. To be this bad in the postseason? Maybe. For sure. You could argue that. He's like the most dominant guy that doesn't, when it doesn't matter. Who cares? He puts up all these huge, he made all that money when it doesn't matter. He gets paid for, he gets paid for regular season wins because he doesn't make any, he doesn't earn any money in the postseason. He's been awful. I mean, look, in the NFL, obviously Manning had this label, but he ended up winning too. You know, Manning was, was an unbelievable regular season player who was not great in the playoffs, but the Colts did get one, and then he got the one in Denver where he really had right. nothing to Kershaw's do with Kershaw's not going to sniff one. I don't think I don't think they're going – like, you're going to tell me they're going to go to the World I, Series not, every year? I'm not saying that. No. I'm just saying – Do you think he'll ever win one? Manning had a label like that and ended up winning, you know, but I don't know if Kershaw's going to get that lucky. Did you see this story? You got to – I have to just mention it. I think it's unbelievable. The president, in his first comments about the NBA's relationship with China, criticized Steve Kerr and Greg Popovich, uh, I mean vehemently – he weighed in on the topic today saying the NBA officials have to work out their own situation with China 
Well, he was very critical of Kerr and Popovich saying they were, quote, pandering to China, end quote. Kerr has been publicly critical of Trump on uh, several social issues in the uh, U.S., said uh, Monday Kerr that he had no comment when asked about the fallout from Daryl Morey's tweets about Hong Kong. Trump focused on Kerr two days later, saying that the three-time championship winning coach, quote, was a little boy. He was so scared to even answer the question, end quote. Quote, he couldn't answer the question. He was shaking. Oh, 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 I don't know. I don't know. He didn't know how to answer the question, and yet he'll talk about the United States very badly, end quote. And then he said, I watched Popovich. Same sort of thing. But he didn't quite look as scared, actually. But they talk badly about the United States. But when it talks about uh, China, they don't want to say anything bad. I thought it's pretty sad, actually. It'll be very interesting. Um, Curry, who was made aware of Trump's comments, said, uh, welcome Steve to the club. Uh, told reporters that he, uh, he got to welcome Steve to the club. I don't even know what that means. Oh, well, Curry. because in oh. the past, the president has take, obviously had some things to say about oh. Steph Curry. So. Uh, we've obviously been really outspoken since I can remember in terms of our organization and all of that, Curry said. But from the league in China and just our presence there and building a business, it's interesting situation because there's so much history involved in it. I don't know that history well enough to kind of speak on it or to form an opinion yet. So that's kind of where I'm at with that situation. I'm staying uh, tuned in like everybody else. Um, anyway, Doc Rivers didn't get into it. He said, I've watched the way Kerr and Bobovich, some of the others were pandering to China. Oh, this is Trump. And yet to our own country, it's like they don't respect it. It's like they don't respect it. I said, what a difference. Isn't it sad? It's very sad. To me, it's very sad. That's what he said. Um, Anyway, I think it's I think it's awesome to be honest with you that uh, they're fighting. Like, well, I guess I mean Trump's bashing both of them vehemently. You cannot even deny that Curry and or I'm sorry, Kerr and Popovich never let up on this guy. Well, well, look, I- they slam that guy every chance they get. They both of them are very political, and I think Popovich more so than Kerr. I, I said to you last night, I thought that Kerr might get a little bit of heat for for being so outspoken on everything and not commenting right. on this. I didn't know that that heat was going to come from the president, you know. Right. But I thought that there would be some heat on him maybe just because he didn't comment. That guy's got his I, own I problems. Didn't, I didn't know that the guy who, uh, you know, gets everybody going was would be the one to comment about it. But, yeah, I, I, you know, he They're didn't They're trying want to run him out of office. They yeah. want to impeach him. They do. Uh, he's got his own problems. He shouldn't be worried about Steve Kerr. Ed in Maryland. Hey, can I go ahead and give me a couple of long island iced tea, please? Can we get him some beverages? Shake out. There you go. Hey, now look. I'm, I'm not going to push on your face so much. But didn't I tell you a couple of days ago that Kershaw's face sucks? There you wild. go. Okay, congratulations. This is, the guy that, this is the guy that told me this was going to happen. Congratulations, you win. Congrats. There you go. You feel better? Like, dude, I don't give a rat's ass about you or your stupid team or what you think about Clayton Kershaw. I've been talking about it all night. I don't, I don't. Did I not tell you this guy would call me back? Did I not tell you last night? We'll hear from him on Wednesday or what day is it? Did I not tell you that guy would call back to rub it in my face? Dude, go ahead. Do you think I sit around worrying about what you think of me? Do you think I go, like, do you think I'm going to get in my car or go home tonight and think about you? Do you really? Do you really think that? Keep telling yourself that, dude. I don't give two shacks about you or anybody, just so you know. I really don't. What do you, do you think I sit in here 
for 35 years and I think I'm right about everything? How many times am I wrong a day, Carver High? Several. 35 on average, right? Something like that. 35 times a day I'm wrong. I'm wrong all the time. In fact, I got both baseball games wrong tonight betting. You feel better, Ed? Jesus, call your mother. Tell her. Don't don't waste your time with me because I'm a D, okay? I'll punch you in the face. God, uh, did I not did, did I not predict that last night that I'd be hearing from that clown? You did. Oh my god, dude. What do you do your own show? Get your own Pharrellin show. Go ahead, genius. See how long you last? Uh 35 years. You're going to you're right about everything, Ed. You're always right. I'm so so glad you're right all the time. God damn, I'll never be able to survive in life with as many times as you're right and I'm wrong. Oh my god. Jesus, oh my God, don't like me, don't listen to me, hate me, T- turn on me, come stab me with a knife, kill me, shoot me in the head, do something. I- I'm on, I'm at Hudson Street in New York City, come get me, kill me dead, so I don't have to know you, moron. Seriously, God Almighty, God, did I not predict that? Did I not Tuesday night say, oh, you know who we'll be hearing from tomorrow night? Rub it in my face, because Kershaw sucks. Is it my fault the guy gave up the home runs, you idiot? I have nothing to do with the game, you stupid ass. I don't pitch. I don't play. I, I don't do anything. I don't matter. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to my show. Go talk to your dog or something. Jesus Christ. Brian in Toronto, what do you want? Hey, man, I want to double Jameson on the rocks. I want to double Jameson on the rocks after that last guy. Jesus yeah, Christ. We're going to make you laugh now for a second. What? Hey, did you ever see the video where uh, Tommy Lasorda and the Philly Fanatic uh, have yeah. a go at it? Yes, I saw that. Okay, I think they I, should I, bring I, back I, Tommy Lasorda to manage the Dodgers. He'd do a better job. He's the last guy that won in Los Angeles. He'd do a better job than this hack manager, Dave Roberts. He's a, he's a robot for that front office, and he doesn't get it done. They should fire his ass. I agree with you, man. I'm telling you, they should fire his ass. He's it's never going to get better. When's it going to get better? Well, in the next few days, I bet you he'll be uh, he'll be walking the carpet. Well, we'll see. Uh, I'm sure he thinks nothing nothing's going to happen to him because he's got that big contract and all that money. But trust me, here they're going to be bashing him for the next week. I guarantee you that. Uh, Bartolo Colon is coming out with a, a book of his own, the Big Sexy. In his own words. I'm sure that'll be real interesting. <laughs> what a thrill that'll be for everybody. Maybe he'll talk about that PED suspension that he had back in the day. Did Hey, did you know Clayton Kershaw sucks? Did you know that? I did after tonight. But he sucks in every game he pitches, right? He's terrible. Every game. He's got all that money, though, right? A lot you of think hardware, he, a lot of money. Do you think he cares about uh, Ed and Maryland? Do you think he cares about anyone that thinks he sucks? I don't think that that's what will keep him up tonight. He might be up all night, but not because of that. Because he threw up those two gopher balls. Right. Well, what a revelation. What, what, it's so, it's, thanks for informing me of how bad Clayton Kershaw is since every single time he pitches in the postseason, he does the exact same thing. He sucks. What, what a newsflash for everybody that he was going to suck again in the postseason, which is what he does every single time he pitches in the postseason. He sucks, right? Is this not his a growing trend in his life? Is it not? Is it not that he sucks every time he pitches? In the postseason, does he right. not suck? Every time in the postseason. What a revelation. I'm, thank God you told me he was going to suck. Thanks so much. 
for helping me understand that. I'm so glad I learned so much tonight from the audience. There you go. Uh, don't forget, you can listen to the show on Radio.com, CBS Sports app, SiriusXM app, and on Ask Alexa. Play CBS Sports, and she'll do it for you, too. Don't forget, the podcast of this very show will be up after the show at Scott Farrell, at On Event CBS, and on Facebook.com slash Farrell on Event. And tomorrow morning, same thing. We'll be back again tomorrow night, allegedly, at 10 o'clock. Unless the guy that wants me dead, if I die tonight, at least he'll have won the battle. He got me there with that big information on Clayton Kershaw sucks. So if I don't live through the night, I'll see you guys never again, but it's been nice knowing you. For BMAC and Carver High, I'm Pharrell. Good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.